boy is sitting beside me wearing like a blue sweatsuit. Everything's blue. And as this character's talking, the boy starts rolling up his sweatpants and he has hot pink socks on. I started crying because I realized like, wow, this specifically hit this child. He didn't know what the show was about, but he was hiding his favorite color. He wore it, but he didn't want them to know. Hello and welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker. The aim of this podcast is to connect you to the stories and personalities living in or affecting the Lehigh Valley area of Pennsylvania. We talk to business owners, musicians, authors, students, politicians, and maybe even you. On today's show, we have Amy Myers Jensen, the author of the Chucky the Chocolate Lab series of children's books. Say that three times fast. Amy Jensen is an author, playwright, and music educator based in New Jersey. She has also co-written two shows with Landon Heimbach, a children's anti-bullying musical called What's Your Favorite Color, which we'll talk about, and a comedy play titled Guess Who's Coming to Christmas. Amy received the Excellence in Education Recognition, Recognition Award in 2012. She earned her Bachelor of Music Education degree from Westminster Choir College and her Master of Curriculum and Instruction degree from the American College of Education. She lives in Bridgewater, New Jersey. We talk a lot about how you get involved in this sort of thing, how you publish a book, and what keeps her motivated. Without further ado, here's author Amy Myers Jensen. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, sure. I'm excited to talk about this because I've always, I think everybody's had at least some time in their life, maybe not everybody, but I know a lot of people who have always said, you know, I, I can make that into a children's book or, you know, I, I had an idea for a children's book. So to talk to somebody who's done it and, you know, we're going to talk about the two books that you have out currently is really interesting. So I kind of want to get an idea of where that all started. So can you give us, you know, a little bit of a background of your, you know, I grew up, I went to college and, and what you do currently? Sure. Yeah. So I grew up in York, Pennsylvania and a pretty rural area. There was literally a cornfield behind my house growing up <laughs> and, um, you know, just kind of small town America. Um, then I went to this vocal camp at a music college in New Jersey and for high school. And I just fell in love with New Jersey. You know, I was like, this is amazing. Um, I I'm, they're going, very happy. I'm sure that you're one of the few people that would say this feels that way. Really, yeah, I'm kidding. New Jersey's <laughs> it's funny to hear. It's, it's it's unusual. Well, it was Princeton. You know, Princeton, New Jersey is a beautiful town, and it was so right. from my tiny little hometown. Um, so I went to music college in New Jersey, and then um, I just, I got a job here right out of student teaching, and then I just stayed in New Jersey. So I have um, been teaching music for 22 years, and, um, you know, I love, I love working with kids. Um, I'm now at the middle school. Um, I used to do elementary school music, and that's kind of how I started getting into writing. Because I was working with the elementary students and our school did a lot of musicals. So it would be like the first and second graders would do a musical about like winter with little bears and they would all dress up like bears and dance and sing. And, you know, I do something with third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. So um, one year our theme was every grade level gets a continent and they're going to focus on that continent. They're going to 
you know, decorate the hallway, have the foods and the music and everything. So um, somebody said to me, why don't you write a musical about each continent? And I thought to myself, I can't believe somebody just suggested that. That is so much work. How could I do that? I've never done that before. But it motivated me. So I actually wrote three musicals um, for the students. And uh, I think they went pretty well. I, I definitely, looking back, I realized I made these musicals really, really difficult for the kids to... When, when you say, like, I wrote a musical, you know, when you say that, does it... You sat down and you put together the the lyrics and you wrote original, you know, piano to it? Is So... Yeah, I didn't do the music part. I wrote, okay. basically what I did was I wrote a script and then used music from each continent. Got it. I didn't write the music at that point. I would take like, you know, we're doing Australia, we would sing Kookaburra, you know, and, and mm -hmm. Africa, etc. So um, I wrote the script around the music in their textbooks. And um, people were like, wow, you, you really have a knack for this, you know. So that's kind of how I got to start. That started on the writing. And then I wrote an anti-bullying musical called What's Your Favorite Color? And that actually was a musical where we wrote our own lyrics. We had um, somebody else I wrote with a co-writer named Landon Heimbaugh. And um, we put um, our lyrics, we kind of handed that to somebody else and then they wrote the music for it. And then we wrote a play um, called Guess Who's Coming to Christmas? And, uh, so I just, is this all, is this all within your, your school you're doing this for? No, that would, those, um, the, we did perform the anti-bullying musical at okay. my school, but we also had it, it was for like high school kids acted out, adults acted out yeah. as like an assembly, um, and had a couple other performances in um, Pennsylvania and Reading. Um, so it it was really it was really gratifying, you know, and the audience seemed to really like appreciate. See, it's hard to continue to do something like that unless you're getting a good response. So, you know, I I would imagine you were getting that from wherever you were doing it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Um, we were in Pennsylvania, and this one school had the students because the whole point of our anti-bullying musical was it was a spirit day. And the kids are supposed to wear their favorite color to school. And a boy wanted to wear pink and all the other boys were teasing him. And, you know, so just talking great. through that. Right. I just, bought, I just bought pink, like there's salmon. I think that's the color, but yeah, like, that's it. That's hip now. Like, you walk down. The yeah. Street, you're wearing salmon colored pants. Nobody cares. Exactly. Exactly. So um, the kids all wore their favorite colors and I'm sitting in the very back of the audience, just kind of like noticing their reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was the whole school, like a K to five school. Um, so the actor who's playing this boy who's getting bullied is asking the students, you know, how do you feel about, can I wear pink? Is that a big problem? Do you guys think that there's anything wrong with that? And they're like, no, there's nothing. You know, they're all yelling. Right. And the little boy is sitting beside me wearing like a blue sweatsuit. Everything's blue. And as this character's talking, the boy starts rolling up his sweatpants and he has hot pink socks on. <laughs> I started crying because I realized like, wow, this specifically yeah. hit this child. He didn't know what the show was about, but he was hiding his favorite color. He wore it, but he didn't want them to know. And now he felt proud. 
There's you know, tail. That's great. Yeah. It's, and you, you can't, and you can't put like a, you know, a, a, um, a price on that, so to speak. Right. That sort of thing is so organic and amazing. Yeah. See. And then how do you take that? And we're, so we're talking, you know, we, I introduced you talking about, uh, Chucky has a bellyache and Chucky yeah. makes mistakes. So, so where does that, well, tell us about who's Chucky, first of all. Okay. He's real. <laughs> he's yes. just in the books. No, he's a real guy. Um, Chucky <laughs> is currently eating peanut butter out of a peanut butter jar right now. That's a little bit life. in the inside. <laughs> so he's busy. <laughs> but um, <Me> too. <laughs> he, uh, we adopted him. He was 18 months old. Okay. So he's a rescue. And um, I think his first owners just didn't know what to do with him. He had a lot of energy, big personality. And um, we took him. We already had another chocolate lab named Nestle. And he was something. Oh, my gosh. He, we couldn't trust him, you know, <laughs> like okay. the house and come home. We had like um, a basket of apples and bananas on the table. He ate the whole thing. He jumped on the table somehow and got it. So he's just up to mischief all the time. And um, then I think his, his fame started when um, he had an eye injury. I think he just has dry eyes or something. So he hurt the outer layer of his eye mm -hmm. and to take him to kind of do like a surgery just to remove the entire layer so it would grow back correctly. And he had this cone. He came home with the cone. <laughs> oh, my God. Immediately. He was hitting that cone against everything, against us, against furniture, against the walls. And that cone, we still have it, actually. It, we had duct tape on it. it. It was like the most ridiculous cone. Well, you, you said, yeah, you said famous. I mean, you, are you saying, because he has an Instagram account. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So he started, um, I was in a chocolate lab group on Facebook, which I am in several now as well. And he, um, I started posting pictures and videos of him and people were like, he needs his own page. He needs his own Instagram and Facebook. Like he's hilarious, you know? So it kind of started like that where people were like hashtag team Chucky. And you know, they just, they just like got such a kick out of him. So now he has, you know, over almost 9,000 followers. He on has more followers. You think it's funny, right? But then <laughs> he has more followers than most people I know, you know, so right. it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's, yeah. No Chucky. But then, okay, yeah. so we, we get Chucky, who's, if you're not, we have the, um, his link in the notes if you want to check him out, which you should be following him. Yes. How do you go from <laughs> this, and then we're, we've, you know, intertwining all this, this is all great, and, and it's amazing that, um, you know, you're able to do this in your community and have plays and performances like this, but, but still, again, it blows my mind to take it from um, – these you know ideas into this finished form because you know when you look through it it looks fantastic with, with your illustrator as well and i'm not going to be able oh to, yeah she's great to say her name so i'm gonna have you say her name yes yes her name is yulana zahakovich perfect yes uh, no, ukrainian <laughs> and, but it is so wonderful so so how do you get these stories so you guys are saying hey Chucky's amazing. Look at Chucky. He's eating peanut butter out of stuff. He's, he's knocking <laughs> over vases. What yeah. a great dog. Let's write a story about his digestive issues. Like how did that, <laughs> where do we go? Like, where does this start? Yeah. 
So, well, the first book was um, Chucky Makes Mistakes Sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. that was because my husband would say that all the time. My husband, Roger, just yeah. would kind of um, defend him. Like he stole sure. yeah. or stole a, a towel or stole a pillow. He'd say he makes mistakes sometimes, you know? <laughs> so I thought that would be cute because we all make mistakes, mm-hmm. you know? Let's um, let's write about the things he actually does. So, so in this, can you see? I'm in Iceland right now. You can't really see that. No, yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah. Um. So in this book, you know, he he does all of these things. He gets right in your face when you're watching TV, so you can't see the TV. He um wants. He always wants to be first at the door, so he'll push everybody else out of the way. Does he have poop on the floor? before like while running to the door thankfully no <laughs> okay because that's what my dog does and it's oh like, you know he has to go out and he's letting you know and he just can't he like, can't wait yeah no i'm glad we don't have be, yeah that's gonna be my book yes lincoln poops on the floor poops on the floor sometimes <laughs> most of the time <laughs> most of the time um but in the first book um uh, i can see it I don't know if I can. It, it doesn't matter. Most of it's going to be, okay. they're listening anyway. So right, okay. Well, as you're watching this, if you want to click the Amazon links, I have them in there so you can check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the first book, it says Chucky gets so happy when the mailman comes to call, he jumps in the truck, eats the mailman snack, and that's not polite. Yes. At all. And that's a true story. So he did jump in the mail <laughs> truck and he ate the mailman's pear. <laughs> the pair of fruits that's see that's yes that's aggressive like you, i guess he just <laughs> likes whatever's edible he, he likes most things um mushrooms is the only thing he's not going to eat but he'll eat almost that's anything good yeah so yeah so i just i wrote that about how he you know and he does feel sorry like if he does something wrong he will come up and try to make it right he'll apologize he'll give you a kiss or something you know so he he's messed up um, so yeah, like he's just, it's his personality. And then Chucky has a bellyache. He literally is constantly hungry. He is constantly trying to get food from us. And, and it just shows like tricks us. I don't think I have to text my husband. If he went to work, did you feed him? Because he won't let me know if he's our, he acts like he didn't eat. So he'll have two breakfasts easy, you know? This episode is brought to you by Made Possible in the Lehigh Valley, a regional branding and marketing initiative aimed at showing off all the amazing things that are possible here in the Lehigh Valley and helping to grow the region's image as a desirable place to visit, work, learn, and live. They've created materials that you can use for free on your sites and in your outreach to help tell the Lehigh Valley story. Lehigh Valley is rich with opportunity, providing people with a good life on their own terms. The region exists today because of where it's been, Together, we will shape what is made possible tomorrow. Contact them and get more information at lehighvalleymadepossible.com. So then did you and did you, uh, you know, get in touch with your friend and say, can you start illustrating? So I'm going to give yes. you some ideas or, um, you know, what was that process like? Did you sit down one day and say, I'm, I'm finally going to do this. I'm going to start. You know, what was the, what was the genesis of, I'm always curious that you knew that you started the process of maybe going to the, 
writing the book? When did you know that that was starting to happen? Right. So um, I, I feel like it was like 2015, 2016, um, where I really started to think, let me do this. I've been thinking about this forever. I really want to try. Um, had Yulana is um, my friend Emily's sister-in-law. And uh, I met Yulana a couple times and I saw her art. She is an art teacher. She's an artist, a graphic designer. And I was just blown away. I just think her art is so cute and so unique. Mm-hmm. Um, so I commissioned her, oh my gosh, a really long, I want to say like maybe 2004, you know, it was a long time ago. I said, I would like a painting, you know, in your style of like cartoon kind of characters. And I'm looking for, this is specifically, she actually- My dog eating pear out of the-, out of the uh, I didn't have the dogs yet. Okay. okay. Um, but I, I said, I- would like a penguin that works at a grocery store. He's a bag boy and he's really disgruntled about his job. That's what I wanted. And so she painted me that she goes, I've never had such a interesting. Why, why? Was there a reason behind that? Is that like an inside um, joke? I No, I, I don't know if I had a dream about it, you know, it's a dream. <laughs> it's like just, a, I have weird dreams. So I, I just, I don't know. I just pictured this character. It just seemed funny to me. So um, I did. Oh, now Chucky's back to tell me his peanut butter is done, and he was like, "Hey, <laughs> that's enough about that's enough about you." And um, <laughs> yeah, get back to me writing a book. Um, <laughs> so, so you guys chat, and yeah, well, you commission you commission that, so you, you have this relationship, and then yeah, and I commissioned other things. Yeah, and then I yeah. said, "Would you want to do it?" And mm-hmm. she's, "Ah, let's do it." You know, Isn't so that crazy. The thing is yeah. Crazy. You ask and and sometimes and she's like, yeah. someone's waiting for it. So do you guys then you know because I I don't know this I don't know if the, you know the way that I think of publishing a book or, or anything, I'm sure that it's not the way it is in, in terms of how you're able to do it digitally. So how did how what is that process like? I'm, I'm assuming you know you have your script. Are you working with an editor? Are you guys mostly self publishing? You know what is that process like? Okay, so. Um, I write the the text and, and I I have like a vision for each page, like what I'd like to see. And I would send her actual photos of him. Like, here's, here's how his face looks like this, you know, here's him with the peanut butter jar. Here's, you know, so, um, then she did some rough sketches and every sketch I was like, that's amazing. Yes. That's what I want. Um, cause I knew her art already. I knew it was going right, to, right. you know, uh, so I didn't work with an editor for the first book besides my friends. You know, I'm a, a music teacher and I have a lot of teacher friends. So I said, Hey, could you, well, I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like, is that, I, I'm sure for big time writers who have get million dollar advances, they have the luxury of an editor. You know, it's not, I just think it's different now in terms of, of publishing, which I think is good. You know, right. um, but yeah, I mean, you, so, can, no, you, you went, so you, you would have, you would send out examples to friend, family and friends and be like, yeah, hey. like, what do you think of this? And then they the most honest with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then for the first book, so I did the both books completely differently, but okay. the 
book, um, I went through Amazon. They have a um, uh, publishing, um, like it's called KDP. So you can self-publish paperbacks through Amazon directly. And then they oh. print out, they, they will ship. On demand. So okay. uh, on demand. Yeah. And then you can order copies for yourself. Like if you want to go and do an event right. or something. Um, so that's the way I did that one. The second book, though, um, I did find an editor. Um, oh. There are like Facebook groups for children's book authors, illustrators, exactly. You know, okay. And so I found an editor through that, and she's amazing. And but it's hard because I'd already written the book. I wrote right. Belly Ache, and Yolanda already made the illustrations, and then I did the editing, and that's bad. Don't do it that way. Is that because then she would have to make illustration changes and that's a nightmare? Well, it really, yeah, it really kind of, I didn't want to make her redo things. Right. So I'm now trying to make it fit what the illustrations are, but having to change almost everything because we same scheme to be, and the editor really, it was almost like having a teacher with a red pen marking everything that you wrote saying, eh, change this, 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 but it was good. I, I really appreciate it. So for the second one, I did, um, a hardcover and I think it's awesome. Like I love the hardcover. I think it looks great. Um, but is that now the same with you went through Amazon or or? no. So this, I found, um, somebody to make the books and then ship them to my house. So I got all the books here. And then I sent a box to Amazon. And so I can, I can do with, it with them as I please. Keep them, send them, you know. Um, so it's, it's just a whole learning curve that I'm, you know. Yeah, because I mean, it's, you know, it, it's interesting because you get to the point where it's a labor of creativity and all this effort is the creative effort and the collaborative effort. And then all of a sudden... Now I have to sell these. Like, wait, I'm a salesperson now. Like, what am I? Yeah. I was writing, and now, you know, it, and it's. I, I imagine I have done that in a very small degree, not like this, but I imagine that has to be a difficult time because you know you're really switching gears there. Right. You feel like you're doing all the jobs, you know. So yeah. uh, that you you hit a lot of walls because you know you just don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. and get there and go oh so advertising is another thing you know you're also trying to do your own advertising and there are limits to that there's something called amazon advantage which you can use um to run ads for your books if they're through amazon through kdp so for my first book but for summary oh no that's um i'm sorry amazon advantage is for books that are not through kdp um can run ads on the first book, but the second book, for some reason, they kind of cut those ads off for the past like six to eight months. And I didn't realize that. And so now getting the ads, like it's, it's just like a whole process. So And and that's not, it's just like, it's not, you know, I'm sure back in the day, whatever that means, you (laughs) wouldn't, you know, you, you wouldn't, the author wouldn't be the person generally doing a lot of these things you know i i think that's good in a way though so it, it's you know you're really even more involved and connected you know you know the ins and outs of everything right um, so i guess you can't really do any book tours now uh 
Well, uh, you know, are you, are you doing virtual ones or, or I would love actually I'm going to walk with you because my um Uh-oh. Can you, my um No, you're good. Is, Chucky is yelling at me. So <laughs> I, boss Timmy's stuck in the well. So let me go. I'll go and uh, let him outside. Yes. But I'm sorry. So um yeah, I think I was saying, talking about like just it, like there are so many options out there. I'm a, a parent of a four year old. So buying books is funny because I'm in your. Uh, I'm looking at Amazon now, and it has you know Chucky makes mistakes sometimes next to Grumpy Monkey, which I already have. I own Grumpy <laughs> Monkey, and then below that is I broke my butt, which is a uh, a favorite. So <laughs> yeah, but to cut through all that on your end. And, you know, you're also, you still have a job, <laughs> you know, right. well, so what is this for you? Is it, is it something where, Hey, if it does take off, that's fantastic. Or are you actively like trying to, to make that, that happen? Or, or don't you, I mean, there's a mix. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I love my teaching job. I sure. love being a music teacher, but you know, um, if this took off, <laughs> Why? Be, what? What a great retirement gig this right. would, you know? Because I already, I, I've gone to do some um, school uh, author days when school was still happening in person, um, and I just love it because that's my thing. I love, I love talking to kids. I have no problems with that. So it's just, um, sorry, he's a. <laughs> Hey, this is the whole spirit. If we, it, you, now is a time when if anybody's allowed to interrupt an interview, it's Chucky during talking it's about exactly a true. Yes, it's not like you can get mad at him. No, he's he's uh. But, he's, but yeah, with any like I, you know, I think everybody dabbles in, in some things, so it is fun. Yeah. To, and I'm not saying this is dabbling. This is by way beyond that. I'm saying in, in the genesis stage of thinking about something, it's like a daydream. Where you're kind of putting it into practice, you know, there's not much, there's not much more um, uh, tangible, I guess, than a concrete hardcover copy of a book that you produce. Yeah, right? it's, it's like such that, a cool thing. Like, it's surreal, you know? You know, that's like a finished, like, hey, I made this and there's <laughs> nothing else that I can do. Like, it's there and that's it. You know, it's completed. Um, right. And I just think that's a, it's a really interesting concept, you know, because so many people, you know, you start and you don't, and I've done it, everybody's done it. You know, you start a blog or something and, and don't quite finish it. So it's really interesting to to talk to somebody who's, you know, not just had one, but then following up on two, which brings me to asking you what you're, you're thinking about now within, you know, whether it has quarantine has any effect on it or not, but are, have you been writing for the future or you do you have plans for anything new yeah you know there's there's a lot of books in my head right now uh i would love to write um there's lots of little stories where he has a best friend this dog in our neighborhood named gunner and so i'm like that would be cute uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law have a dog named harley she's always on his um Instagram when we visit them. So Aunt Harley is her hashtag. And so, you know, little cute like interactions he has with um different people in the neighborhood and different dogs. But the book that I've the third book that I've written 
um, I, I'm working on, but I'm kind of like, you know, sometimes you work on something and you shelve it, you know, you get to a point and you're like, I need to take a break and let yeah. me come back to this. Yep. Um, Nestle passed away in 2018, our other lab. Okay. She was like 13 years and nine wow. months old. Well, that's like for a lab, right? They're like eight, eight or nine years. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I'd say, you know, labs generally live between 10 to okay. 14, you know, it depends, okay. but um, that was really devastating yeah. for right. all of us. Sure. And, you know, having a fan base, her, her hashtag was princess. Yeah. And so she had a lot of people that loved her and followed what she did. And um, so we weren't just grieving for us. The fans were grieving and yeah. it was, it, but the outpouring of love was just amazing. Like our neighbors would bring, you know, um, a cake over um, people came and said goodbye to her before she passed. And it's just, you know, we got cards and flowers. And so, you know, um, I, I've started working on Chucky loses a friend um, soon after she passed. And I recently, this summer, I started working with the editor on it and we took some things out. We put some things in mm-hmm. ending. I, I need the ending to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of books for children that deal with death and i just yeah it's it's a sensitive yeah sure yeah and it's it's hard you know and my husband won't read it he he can't it was his girl and um i think he might be able to but it's it's really hard for us so um i think it was really um therapeutic for me to write it Mm -hmm. and um i have let a few friends read it who also lost pets. And, you know, I, I think people are getting it. Like your pet is your family and it's um, such a huge loss. And I think well, if we, it's hard for parents to talk about that. So yeah, and, I mean, and, and that's the way, I mean, I, I think everybody does. Dep- I don't say everybody again, but I remember distinctly the first pet I lost when we were a child. And I remember to this day, you know, my dad sitting me down. It was, it was horrible. Um, but having, you know, or having her memory spawn something like this, that could possibly help a child in that situation. You know, it's tough because, because something like that, where there's really no good answers, it's more or less kind of saying, you know, Hey, other people have been here too, you know, and, right. and we know how you feel and, and that sort of thing. Because it is tough. I, you know, I, I know I'm going to have to go through that with my own child someday and, not looking forward to it, but I know that it has to be, you know, done, yeah. which has been great because we do story time. My wife mostly, because she listens to this and I take credit, she'll be <laughs> upset. They do story time every night. You know, I, I get in on there when I can. Um, but a lot of these stories, you know, going through these books, it's, I, I remember when we first had her and they were saying how tablets were going to be the worst thing ever. And she uses a tablet, but we also use books, you know, so yeah. I really don't think that those hardcover books are really going anywhere. I think it's just you're you're seeing how tablets have their place, and there are some books that are great on tablet, and then hardcover is great for a totally other reasons. So, right, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to make sure that people can if they can get more information about like where can they find more information about you and. 
you know, this is going to be airing. I don't want to say exactly when, but sometime in the next month. So I don't yeah. know if there's anything coming up, but, but yeah, like what, what are you, are you encouraging people to follow, follow um, Trekkie on Instagram and, Yes, yes. Um, so I have um, Chucky on Instagram. It's Chucky, uh, C-H-U-C-K-I-E, not with the Y. Chucky, the chocolate lab. Um, and he is on Instagram. He's also on Facebook. And then I have a Facebook page for the first book, Chucky Makes Mistakes. Um, in addition, I also um, am kind of putting together a author website. Um, so I can, uh, give you the information for that. So people could reach out and say, Hey, I would love to have a virtual author day. You know, like, I don't know what schools are doing yet. So if, yeah, so is that, I mean, have you done, that's, is, are you trying to think of things like that? I mean, it makes sense. If I, would, be doing, I would love it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, if school is over, depends, you know, some, some schools are doing, like, oh, no, yeah. You know, if it's I mean, a school, they're home at one thirty. I could do a, a two o'clock virtual sure. for that school. Or, you know, if it's a normal school day, I could do it after um, and just read and uh, read the books and talk to the kids about it. And, you know, well, so I, I just I, I just thought of this. I mean, you know, I don't want to make light of anything, but <laughs> When an author would come in or something like that, you would have a school assembly, right? And right. I wonder if they would be doing that in these digital. True. I, right. I, you know, the teacher. It just make it would make sense to to have that once in a while. So I, I could see that happening. So yeah, yeah we're gonna be sure. I, all your information will be in the uh, notes of this podcast. So anybody who wants to find out more of that, yeah, can, great. Um, can click there. So hey, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on and. Cause I'm always so curious how these things, you know, get to that final form. So it's, it's, it's interesting to learn more about the process. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah. And no, I'm looking forward to, to seeing, you know, more of what, what comes down the pike. So. And I have, um, a Chucky stuffed animal coming out. Oh, so that will be in, I think. Well, early. That work? Did you, did you source that? Like how did that. Yeah, so um, mine so cool, yeah. like author children's authors are often friends, and you know, like I have uh, author friends from around the country. So mm -hmm. my friend she has um, this uh, book series called Cami Kangaroo, and um, she had these little kangaroos made, and I was like, "That's adorable!" Yeah, how do you, yeah. I contacted. Basically, I just sent an illustration from my book. And I said, this is what I want. And that's amazing. Like you have a flat illustration and they can make this 3d, you know? And, um, I said, Oh, I like it, but can you do this, 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 they changed it. And I just think it's so cute. So that'll be coming soon. I think how, how cute is that? The kids can read the book and have the animal, you know? No, I love it. I mean, it's fantastic. You know, I wish you all the best. We'll look forward to it. Thank I you. look forward to the stuffed animal and thank you so much. Again, I'll be in touch. For more information, please visit ChuckyTheChocolateLabBooks.com. Thank you to Amy for coming on the show, and thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to get in touch, info at LehighValleyWithLoveMedia.com or visit LehighValleyWithLoveMedia.com slash podcast. We'll see you next week.